All right. We're live. We're doing it. Hello. All right. So today we have the Mystic Princess on the podcast. That's me. It's a very dear friend of mine. And um, yeah, just introduce yourself. That way we can just ease into this. <coughs> Hello, my fans. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I know you're all here to listen to me. I am Jessica, also known as Mystic Princess. And when I have a pimple on my chin and it's October, <laughs> I'm known as the Mystic Witchess. <laughs> the, the pimple has to be there? Yeah, I feel like it's all about the aesthetic. Okay. To be okay. the Witchess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. What is the Mystic Princess? How did you get that name? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it didn't really like start like this whole magic thing. Um, do you remember? I think I know. You started a group chat with all the boys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, no one knew who I was besides you and Sam. Mm -hmm. And Sam already had the name Zebra. Mm hmm. And I, were the boys DJing yet? Mm, I don't think so. Did you guys name each other the Shrubs yet? We had the nicknames. Okay, so Golden Boy was there. Golden Boy. Were you still Stand It Easy? Holy Shrub. Yeah. Stand It Easy. And then Savage was. Savage, yeah. He was Savage, while. and then he <laughs> took, <laughs> took on the role of changing his own name to Kia. Yeah, I think there was another one in between, but I don't remember what it was. Wow. But anyway, a lot of nicknames. Okay, so a lot of nicknames, and I was the, I think Jen was in it too, but Jen's not really much of a talker. I don't remember if she had a nickname. I don't think she ever had a nickname. Hmm. Just Leezy, remember? Just Leezy. Yeah. And so everyone was like, oh, well, who is this mysterious girl? And so I was like, wow, this is my first time I ever get to make a persona for myself. <laughs> so. Took full advantage obviously <laughs> yeah that's cool no it's definitely it's a name that's stuck around yeah yeah you always call me princess now even my shampoo bottles i get them custom made it says custom made for princess really mm -hmm. that's pretty cool yeah well i feel like it also went well with the story that we were all making up because sam started writing a story he sure did so didn't he? so our nicknames essentially became our characters yes and even though you're called mystic princess you're not so innocent as it sounds. They never make me out to be innocent, <laughs> even though I'm the one who takes care of everyone. Well, tell us, are you innocent? Are you evil? Like a little bit of both, like a <laughs> raccoon, <laughs> basically a raccoon with a crown. Um, yeah, I'm a little evil. Mm -hmm. Only to people who are not in the circle. Oh, so like yeah. in group out group mentality yep but it's weird because the group also thinks i'm evil <laughs> <laughs> back then and today <laughs> so wait if the group thinks that you're evil like are you though or do you actually is you just appear that way but you secretly are wanting to take care of everybody yep that's exactly what it is okay mm -hmm. okay that's, that's cool. the mystic part it's yeah. a little mysterious yeah okay my walking stick actually has a big ball on it, and um, my friend created it out of, like, epoxy, and do you know what 
those warts on trees? No. You never seen them? No. Like, anyways, yeah, trees grow giant warts, and I can't remember the exact name. I want to say it's chaga, but I don't think that's what it is. Anyways, I've, I've seen chaga before. Yeah, and that's supposed to be like super beneficial for you, but I thought mm. that was a type of mushroom. Anyways, um, the warts on the trees. My friend cuts them off, and then he uses them to create like different wood pieces. He'll make like um, gauges for your ears mm -hmm. or just jewelry pieces and so he made me this beautiful ball and he threw epoxy and some colors and it looks a little like whimsical i'll mm -hmm. have to show you once i take the headphones off but it's perfect it looks like all of the shrubs live at the bottom and then on top of the mountain is where the mystic princess lives okay yeah it's pretty cool okay so you do have like a throne oh yeah <laughs> so i was the only of, girl in a group a of all deal. guys okay just for people that don't know how many guys is this, like four, probably, four probably, or five guys? Uh, yeah. Five guys. And five guys, burgers one, and fries. The one girl. Yeah. So, well, what's that like? What's it like being one girl around five guys? Oh, it was great. It was great. And then there were also moments where it was like, oh, well, she's just being a girl. And, you know, the masculine definitely like outweighed the feminine energy in a lot of cases. I think a lot of the time, um, you know, I'd bring up like, I don't know, just feminine ways of looking at things. And at first, like I would be doubted, but slowly and surely my views started to be seen more. So you influenced us. I think so. I know it's going to be hard to think about like how you've influenced us, but like, does anything come to mind? Oh yeah. The first one is vegetarianism. Okay. No. So, well, we're talking about feminist qualities. So, is that being vegetarian associated with? Being I would a say so because um, when I became a vegetarian, it was literally just for the animals. It was had nothing to do about my health. Mm -hmm. And so, like anytime someone would eat a wing, I'm like, oh, the poor guy, he could have flown. So more of the caring aspect. Mine would be more caring and nurturing of the animals and trying to save them. Okay. Hmm. So, would you say that that's more? of like a motherly caring that kind of thing and that's why you associate that with being feminine yeah i'm always that person okay hm. i'm the mom of the group that's what everyone's called me so yeah no, the rave mom you know there's always one in a group i'm <laughs> that one well i think if you're the, the only one you had to be yeah that's <laughs> true that's really true but in other groups <laughs> yeah in other groups there are always the rave mom and i'd like to say i've helped quite a few people out of a bad trip hmm. you included <laughs> yeah I, the first thing that comes to mind is california yep i was yeah i was losing it you sure were. but i think that was sleep deprivation on top of too many fun substances definitely not being used as therapy <laughs> <laughs> no not in that moment <laughs> no and no. that's okay yeah it was a good time I am kind of sad I missed that show, but that's okay. We didn't miss the show. We missed too many zoos. Yes. No, we saw a lot of it. Yeah, I saw a lot of people's heads bobbing <laughs> from what seemed to be a mile away. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I feel like almost all of the stories that people talk about from Lightning in a Bottle revolve around the Too Many Zoos show, and I was not there. <laughs> All right, real quick. We just need to, now that we're on this, we're, let's just break this down for a minute. I definitely was on Somali that night. I definitely 
took some acid later in the night. I believe it's the acid that hit me really hard during the show, and I I know that the idea of your uh, perception of time changes a lot. So you're saying that we didn't see the show. I remember being a part of that show up until the point that I couldn't any longer. So my question is, how much did we actually see? Because I felt like I was there for a long time. <laughs> you looked <laughs> like you were stuck there for a long time. Every time I turn around, I'm like, oh, this guy's not okay. <laughs> Every second for me, up until the point that I actually couldn't handle anymore, like the positive le leading up to the negative. Every second of that show, whatever I was perceiving, was pure bliss until it turned. And it was a, it was a very quick, abrupt switch. It does switch. that quickly. Yeah. That's why I don't like to do psychedelics at nighttime yeah. and in big crowds because I feel like anybody can change that energy. And I'm all about like the set and the setting. The energy was good for me. I honestly think it was the sleep deprivation because I was pushing my body to the limits mm -hmm. and I... I, I can't say exactly how much sleep I had. I just know that I barely slept that weekend. And that was the night before the last. So not to mention we did drive across the country in like oh, four yeah. days. Yeah. No, it was, it was crazy, um, exhausting. And mm -hmm. just, again, doing all those drugs and partying it up. You're just not you're not in tune with, you know, taking care of yourself. And that's where right. I think, again, there's some really negative consequences to doing too much, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, but, but we um, were kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that was a fun time, though. But I do have a question. Let's take it back real quick. You were talking about this walking stick. Mm -hmm. You also have a wand as the princess. I did have a wand. Tell us a <gasps> little bit about the wand, because I feel like there's so many stories around this wand and the power that you have as the mystic princess so just tell okay. us a little bit about it like anything that you want anything that comes to mind any funny stories um yeah go, go right. the floor is yours okay so the wand started oh my gosh this was actually okay okay <laughs> all right so it started as a joke and i was like okay i'm just gonna get a wand for i think like all of the girls that went with us which was me, Holly, and Brittany, and that was lightning in a bottle. Is that when it started? I don't remember you having one for that. I definitely remember seeing it at Electric Forest. Maybe it was electric. I can't remember what happened, but I bought three wands, all exactly the same from Party City. Um, and I think I bought them for other people. I don't really remember why, because I was always doing that, you know. And then um, I took my wand and put glitter on the ends, mm -hmm. you remember? Mm -hmm. And no one in the group <laughs> of five guys liked that. <laughs> What's it but called when you, like, uh, customize it? There's another word for it, but um, I can't think of it. When people put, like, the gems on their phone. What's it called? I'm not that person. Have you seen ask. those, though? Like, the phones that have, like, all the, like, makeshift gems on yeah, them? Yeah, I kind of did that with my camera over there. Yeah, yeah, Any um, Anyway. Yeah, you, you customized, you customized your wand. I sure did. Well, every season, I mean, every uh, festival season, I customized it to be different. But right. hold on, to go back to when I first bought the three, uh, it was Electric Forest. Yes, it was right. Electric Forest. I don't know why I bought three. Um, what but, you said for the other girls. Yeah, but I can't remember what girls we were with besides Jen. Bubblegum Queen? No, that was before because... <gasps> 
No, it was Bubblegum Queen. Or I gave one to her. I know mm-hmm. for a fact I gave one to her at least. Um, and then everyone starts stealing this wand from me. And I would find it in random places or I would fight people for it. <laughs> All right. So people started taking it. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of fights happening. People start taking it. And mostly Sam and you. Okay. <laughs> I think. I don't know. Okay. I think it was everyone. So this is where the Shrub Squad started beefing with the Mystic Princess. Yeah, I feel like y'all were butthurt because we went to that, um, what was it? It was uh, the WTMD Free Canton show. Yes. And after the show, we went to a bar and then you guys, you were walking around barefoot down in fucking Canton in the <laughs> bar. <laughs> motherfuckers like, <laughs> where the fuck are we <laughs> and of uh, whatever and then uh so we're all leaving and it's so late it's like 2 30 in the morning and that's when i said y'all need to stop meatball talking and you're like what's meatball talking <laughs> and i said literally you're talking nonsense like about meatballs and but, now but they understand it, like when you're having the meatball talk and it's, you know, you're one of the two people contributing. The other person understands you. It's That's everyone, fine. everyone on the outside of that looks and says, like, it doesn't look like what they're saying makes sense. Like, it's not even coherent. I don't care if it but makes it, sense or it not. Makes so wrap, much it sense. <laughs> <laughs> wrap it up. Wrap it up. Seriously. <laughs> um,. Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I was just the, the one saying, come on, wrap it up. And ever uh-huh. since then, the shrubs turned on me. And okay. I thought that Zebra was on my side because he was standing next to me. And I was like, come on, Zebra. Well, he get was, them going. He was neutral for a while. He was neutral. He just a <laughs> <laughs> out of the nose. <laughs> yeah, he was neutral. We, we, we took him under our wing. Yeah, and then he started stealing my wand. And then shit got crazy. And then Zebra, a.k.a. Sam, he would... uh. You guys both held my wand for like months or even like sometimes during the festival. I wouldn't even have it for the whole fest. And I'm like, what the hell? That was my shit. It was like one of my security blankets. I did that one time. You did. And that was lightning in a bottle. It was. Mm-hmm. I left it in the car. Yes. We never made it back to the car. We did not. <laughs> I apologize for that. You should. <laughs> yeah. Not but accepted, <laughs> but... Thank you. But yeah, no, I just, I just think it's funny. Like these, these stories are so great because you take these names. Like at first, we all have nicknames, and then you throw in going to a festival and bringing, you know, buying something from Party City, which is like, let's just say, five dollar wand, and what it turns into, and we all just kind of created this experience. And for me, that was the best part is that we really like fell into our roles sure right? did because then what what do you mean then fast forward what <laughs> to what was it 2018 or 2017 when you got your scepter oh yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah <laughs> from party city from party city and you tried to get the same wand as me <laughs> i bought two of them I don't think it was the first time, but I bought two where like it broke and then I had a backup. Yep, yep. And I stole both of the small ones and I gave one to uh, Bubblegum Queen, remember? Yeah. And then the other one fell out of my backpack. Yeah, so there was a lot of like, 
I don't know, sneaky, devious behavior that was going on just because of all this. But it was it was so much fun. I had nothing to do with this. Wait, 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 I bought wait, wait. a wand and I poured glitter no. on some of my friends to make them look better at a festival. Yeah, and like, let's just clarify for everyone <laughs> and anyone that listens to this. You glitter bombed people. <laughs> you hear that laugh? Like, that says it all. I'm laughing because I think I let you choose the color. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you can't glitter bomb people and not expect there to be consequences. That's all I'm saying. I didn't think it was going to be five years worth of consequences. <laughs> people don't forget. No, they don't. Oh, man. And I don't forget. <laughs> It's well been, then, it's been fun. It's been fun though. Well, let's talk about what happened to your scepter. Um, you're gonna have to remind me because I had like a bunch of them. That shit broke. One broke. All of them. One broke when we were we were at the Tripoli stage. So, Electric Forest Tripoli, heavy dubstep music, headbanging, jumping around, scepter just that the top of it, it just cracked off. And I think Zach had it. Someone did, but I it just remember. it just cracked off. So that was one of them gone. What happened to the other? I don't remember. Did it get stolen? I don't know. Did I don't it? remember. I don't remember. Hmm. Remind me. Pretty sure I broke it. You did break one of them, mm-hmm. right? But I had more. You had this two. was like multiple years. I think I still have one in the closet at home too. No way. <laughs> yeah. It was so ugly. There was like no, they one... are cool. I like them, and it's almost like a comfort thing, like. Just having something with you. I told you, it's like your security blanket. A little bit. So when you but took it's also mine like a flow for art. all of a lightning in a bottle, how do you think I felt, Keith? That's fair. I didn't know it was like that for you at the time, though. Mm, what if someone stole Harold from me? I, that's a different story. It's the same thing. I mean, I I would put Harold above the wand, but apparently yeah, for you, no. they're on the same uh, level. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> And I, I and I really can't remember if I still have this wand because you know we had to skip over a festival season, so I'm not too sure if I still have the wand, and or if I might have something else of someone's. Are we allowed to talk about that? Oh, it's mine. No, it's something not yours. Mine. Oh, I don't know what it is then. Yours is broken. Remember? Yeah. What did you? What did somebody have something? I don't know. Did they? I can't wait. You can tell me. I'm just not even too sure if I still have it. I have to go through my festival box. Hmm. Yeah. I think I do have it, but I can't say anything of what it is. But I'm sure this person is like, where the fuck did it go? And I'm sure they wanted it on Halloween. Hmm. Yeah. Fun times, though. Mm-hmm. And sneaking. Okay, so. All right, I'll talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> she can't hold back. Um. So apparently Shane... AKA Holy Shrub was holding on to this for someone else. Mm-hmm. And this is when I first start bringing that girl, Natalie, around. And I looked at her, and it was like 6 a.m. in the morning. We had just seen um, the sunrise at the dog park up here. We stayed up all night mm-hmm. <laughs> having a little fun. And then I saw it in his back seat, and I said, <gasps> And she looked at me, and she's like, What? I said, Shh. And the boys were right in front of us. And they're like, what are you whispering about? I said, nothing. And Natalie had no idea what the fuck was going on. I said, grab the blanket from the trunk. <laughs> is it one? Whose blanket is it? We brought some blankets up to the dog park so we could sit on them and wrap ourselves up to watch the sunrise. Yeah. 
And so I took all the blankets and I wrapped up this specific thing. Oh, so you're not going to tell us what the thing is. No, I'm not going to tell you what the thing is. Wow. I know. I'm sorry. Wow. So we wrapped it up and... Uh, these boys are so oblivious. It was quite obvious something was wrapped up in the blanket. And we all walked into the house together. They were probably meatball talking. For sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I'm pretty sure I still have that because that was only last year. Hmm. I can't wait for it to surface. I want to know what it is. Yeah. I, I, Do I know what it is? Like when I see it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, this is fun. Mm-hmm. It is like it's so fun knowing that it has been years now. I know it's so and weird, and that we all do this to each other. <laughs> but um, I think like like it's what we do on like a certain level. It's just it's cool because it shows you again just the relationships that you have and what kind of connects you. And also the one thing that I just love so much is just how goofy it is. It is goofy. Yeah, and yeah. I love that. Just that we're all getting older, but still find ways to keep it fresh and keep it fun yeah so keeping that rising sign a little you know (laughs) 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 we're dancing right now no one can tell (laughs) but uh i like to think of like your rising sign minus gemini as like your inner child Mm -hmm. so just keeping that spark going Hmm. i mean can you explain that a little bit like um why is that the inner child when what is your actual sign my actual sun sign or my rising or my moon is it or my jupiter sun or sign so your sun sign is what we both are pisces okay and then your moon sign do you know your moon sign no so um the moon is in different phases mm-hmm. every month you know it goes through its phases and so whatever the moon was in when you were born that would be your moon sign and you find that out by putting your time so it's like a birth chart they call mm-hmm. it and you just put your time the day you were born and where you were born mm-hmm. and it tells you so i have the co-star app you can also do it with the app called pattern you could just go online and do it too but i like all this stuff because you can connect with your friends and see your compatibility with them mm-hmm. so that's fun but so the rising so your moon sign would be more of how you see yourself French bulldog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, like your sun sign is how people interpret you, how they see you. Mm-hmm. And then your rising would be like who you were as a child, but like still having that little spark within you. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and that's a little different than what we talked about earlier. Because earlier you had like that ideal version as one of the options. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah. We didn't animal talk thing. about being a child earlier when we no. were talking about. No, the we did not. Thing. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Yeah. Right. Signs. I don't know much about signs. That's what I was asking. Yeah, it, there's just a lot to it. I could pull it up. You want me to? You don't but have to. It actually doesn't say anything about your rising. It's also called your ascending, mm-hmm. whatever one, whatever astrological language you want to use. My question is. Do you read into that stuff? Um, yeah, I do. I don't. It's not like a daily habit, uh, but yeah, sometimes I'll just go on, and it's not really like the horoscope aspect. But mine is more so. Okay, let me see. So every single sign is dedicated to either a planet 
or like the sun or the moon, mm-hmm. right? So you have like your Venus, which has to do with the way you receive and give love. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'll just go down and I'll read my chart to see if I resonate with any of that. Mm-hmm. And most of it is pretty legit, pretty mm-hmm. legit. Even like when I told you like Pisces have like a tendency for white lies. Mm-hmm. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this. I don't want to sit here and be the kind of person that's like, yeah, that applies to everyone. I want to reframe whatever question or thoughts I have around. I guess like, isn't it, isn't it neat that you can read that? And it's like, no matter what you read, like the fact that you decided to read your chart right like let's just say you woke up and read one that wasn't your sign and they said something that wasn't white lies but it was something like um i don't know just something about being generous right Mm -hmm. like that was the thing that they brought up it's like are you being too generous or something like that or not generous enough well then you would start thinking about generosity right kind of but i also don't think that i'm a very generous person but but that's besides the point the point (laughs) is is it does initiate you, it prompts you to kind of start questioning yourself. It's kind of like it influences the reflection and almost like it, for me, it almost like speeds up the process where if you have nothing in front of you and you just sit down and say, I want to reflect, it's like, well, where do I start? Mm-hmm. Well, now you have this thing to look to and it's saying, hey, think about white lies and you go, oh, shit. And all of a sudden you're there. So now your thought process is organized and you're thinking about the white lies and now you're thinking about the white lies in terms of whether you've said white lies or you know what I mean? Like it's all your type of context. But like that it's all if it do. resonates with you or not, you know, and I, for me, at least when I'm reading it, I take it all with a grain of salt, you know, because I am who I am and I'm not going to let something on the internet tell me exactly who I am. But if I feel like it does resonate with me, which like I said, a lot of the things I do relate to mm-hmm. i do and it could all be in the head but then like i said on the app i i used costar but um you get to look at all your friends who you're friends with and mm-hmm. their birth chart and it's funny because like what you already think of someone you'll read their chart and you're like that's exactly what i've been thinking of them hmm. mm-hmm. yeah that is really interesting and then it shows your compatibility and um for each sign so it'll be like oh do your sun signs compare and it'll say like a smiley face a straight line face or a sad face and they do it with like a whole bunch yeah and um yeah it's just interesting to see and once again like i said only if it resonates but at least like i'll read it and i'll be like okay is this person like this is this person not like this and vice versa Mm -hmm. well let's talk about this idea of compatibility real quick if you're reading these charts and now you're reading your friend's charts and you're trying to identify, like, am I compatible with this person? Even if it's because this is based a lot around like time periods, too, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe like right now, depending on what that person's going through, if it lines up with their chart, you're not compatible for some yeah. reason. So my question is, can you work towards being compatible? Is the compatibility saying you're not compatible because especially if this person's, you know, dealing with this issue and you're dealing with this, or can you be compatible by identifying the things that are actually challenging you right right now? So So, um, I guess I have two branches that I could say about this. 
One, it's it's weird because I swear in 2019 when I start comparing my charts with other people, there are a certain few people that I know I had mostly smiley faces with, but just recently I went back to go look at them and it's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. So I guess it changes over time, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, I'm not really too sure how that would happen. Yeah, I don't know. But then... Um, well, things Shit. do change over time. That's the thing is we're all changing. And I think like like you have a daily horoscope. It's not going to keep saying the same thing every day. Yeah. So and w- that's where what's interesting to me is how we tend, I would say most people that you talk to tend to read into it and say, man, this does resonate with me and it gives me a lot to think about. And it's almost it, it's really unlikely that you won't find something that you can tweeze out of a horoscope mm-hmm. reading and say yeah if i really think about this like i have been saying white lies and it's like well yeah because no one's perfect and at some point we all do it and then we and then this thing that we're reading is questioning questioning us um asking us to question ourselves and say did we need to tell the white lie do we need to live more honestly right. so then you start thinking about it um but again like later down the line if your horoscope says something else about you know for example generosity well, now you're not so much thinking about white lies, even though that might still be a part of your life. You're just kind of focused on how generous am I? Yeah. And now you're- I think with that, I'll go over this and then I'll go back to the whole working towards it thing. So yeah, yeah. <clears throat> when I read my chart, the chart isn't a horoscope. It's more so telling you exactly what this planet rules and how it rules in your life. Okay. And so normally it doesn't change. So to me, it's interesting how um like i said how the relationships with people can change and it will even like tell you and so i guess that's more based on horoscope i would i know that sounds weird let me ask you this does it make sense like i'm just trying to make sense of this in like a psychological way too it sounds to me like that ruling planet is kind of like a stable thing over time so like those characteristics like you're saying they don't really change is that what you're saying yeah they don't change so like for instance Venus is fire. You know what I mean? So okay. they hold, um, I don't know how else to explain. Is that more of like, so again, would, would they say something along the lines of like aggressive behavior with something like fire? Dominance, blah, blah, right. blah. Right, okay, so hold on. Let me let me go back on this. So Venus, Venus is fire, but it holds the traits of love and compassion and passion and um you know, all of that. And it makes the world known through your actions, like that that's the person you are. And it's almost like those qualities are more emphasized by the person that's Yes, but Venus. so with the Venus planet, whenever you were born, they, the Venus or that planet still had all of the zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. So my Venus is an Aries. Hmm. Does that make sense? So in Earth, on Earth, my sun sign is Pisces. Mm-hmm. But... When I was born on Earth, all of the constellations were still there. So wherever Venus was during the com- during all of that is the constellation that I am. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So therefore, I'm an Aries. I know. <laughs> I don't like to say that. It just means I'm but pretty see, fiery. But, yeah, but like why? It's not a bad thing. I mean, with my friends, oh my god, we talk about it sometimes. But like that, we're like, but that goes back to compatibility. 
Yeah. So again, if you're reading into this, does that play a role? Yeah. Like, okay, for instance, I know <clears throat> just from my own experiences that I do not get along with Leos okay, overall. So what, give me like just a few of those qualities and why do um, they, why are they conflicting? Okay. So with the Leo and people will also uh, tell you this, Leos kind of like to be the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of know that they're always right. Okay. Um, they're very like forward, mm-hmm. almost like don't even want to change their mind. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like. So there's, would you, okay, sorry. Would you agree that there's pros and cons to a lot of those things? Yeah, there's pros and cons to everything though. There's even pros and cons of like loving too hard, Okay, you know? I like that. I just asked that question because I want to get your perspective on how you look at qualities because some people might just throw that out there um, and be under the assumption that it's inherently negative. Right. No, I, I think like there's pros and cons, but at least like in my perception, I know for a fact that like, and it's weird because I don't even know what your sign is and then I'll be hanging out with you and I'll be like, oh, this guy's definitely a Leo mm-hmm. and turns out they are. And it's That's the same really thing cool. with Aries too. Like I'll be like, oh. All right. So real quick, I, okay. I want to interrupt because that makes me, when I hear about that, that makes me more inclined to believe in this idea of these signs because it's not you seeing the sign and then saying that although you have seen it at one point so like you do have something to apply but in reverse you are now experiencing something Mm -hmm. and you have the knowledge to say i think this is the sign that you are yeah and when it turns out that they are well that shows you that you're like like, it's correct yeah so now here's another question though it's like and i just want you to answer this honestly Mm -hmm. if every time you did that in your experiences interacting with other people, you said, I think you're this sign. And you had a tally for when you were right and a tally for when you were wrong. What do you think that ratio would be? Um, I don't think I think about it that much. Like, I don't always say, okay. oh, this person is this. It's just when I'm feeling it, like, oh, they've right. got some Leo energy. Right. Or it's mostly Leo or Aries for me. Um, I can definitely scope out, like, Earth signs, too, mm-hmm. which would be, like, a Taurus. Mm-hmm. I'm very compatible with Tauruses, mm-hmm. even though they're supposed to be super compatible with Virgos. Okay. I, I, they're just, like, very down to earth. And I feel like, okay, like, one of my really good friends, she's a Taurus, and I feel like she's her earth is the vase for my water Hmm. does that make sense so like she like holds the idea yeah she she's like that ground like the um the holder from keeping my water from overspilling um all right well real quick just before we move forward yeah so you've had a few experiences where you've been correct Mm -hmm. in identifying someone's sign there's someone i'm not correct and it lined up there have been times when you haven't yeah, I think so. Um, because there's just so many signs mm-hmm. that, like, when people are like, "Guess what I am," you know, I'm like, "Oh, that's, that one's hard." Well, I, don't I, th- know. I think that's a little different too when they put you on the spot. Yeah, you normally, oops, normally, um, yeah, I I only call it if I feel this. It's not like I'm like looking at you like, "Oh, that's what you are." Oh, that's what you are. But hold on, to branch back to what I was talking about before with the uh, um. The, the working towards the relationships with people right. with the different like the different com- signs compatibility yeah that's where the smiley the the straight face and the the sad face come in mm-hmm. because a lot of it will say like so you'll read your compatibility with just that one 
you know, plan it and sign with your friend, partner, whatever. And it will say, you guys are a great team if you put the work towards it. You guys Mm -hmm. could work out awesome, but you will see this, this, and this as red flags. Mm -hmm. And with your attitude, you can do that, you know. And so that's like what a lot of the the straight faces are. Right. Um, And so, yeah, that gives you a little bit of hope. So, yeah, you can work towards Mm -hmm. it, but... You just have to put that much effort towards it. Hmm. Yeah, so I enjoy that. But then with the um, guessing people, one time at a festival, I was just talking to this dude, and I don't know why or how. I don't even – like we were just having good conversation, and all of a sudden I just said, is your birthday March 8th? And he was like, how did you know that? I said, my birthday's March 8th, and I just felt like like your birthday's the same as mine. And it was. That's pretty wild. Weird, right? We weren't even talking about birthdays or anything. and I just told you about my birthday story, too. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's insane to me. Because I, I, I think, like, statistically, that's it's such a sl- low percentage, like, yeah ungodly percentage that out of 365 you would ever be able to guess that yeah it's almost like why didn't you play a lottery ticket kind of thing yeah 